0: For more than 10 years I've been travelling the world teaching English. My name's Matt, I'm an English teacher from the UK and welcome to the Nomad English Teacher channel where I help you improve your English by sharing my stories and those of English teachers and students from all around the world. Welcome back to the podcast and Happy New Year for 2024! So the new year is here. I can't believe how quickly it has come, but today is a great opportunity for us to have a look at some new year related English phrases. And in today's episode, we're actually going to look back on the previous year, 2023. So I'm going to look at all of the destinations that I visited in 2023. And I'm going to make this episode into a bit of an awards ceremony. So I'm going to choose the, my favorite destination in a number of different categories that I visited in 2023. And of course, as I'm looking back on that and telling you about those destinations, I'm going to be teaching you loads of nice, useful new English as well. And we are going to have a look at some new year related phrases, idioms, and vocabulary that I'm going to teach you throughout today's episode too. So hopefully you're not too hungover if you've been drinking alcohol at your new year's party, but if you are, then I hope this this episode gives you a chance to relax. Uh, Let's get into it. Let's talk about my favorite destinations of 2023 and let's learn some new year vocabulary. So 2024 is here, 2023 is over. Wow, time has really flown this year. When we say time flies we mean that time feels like it's passing very quickly so in 2023 time has flown for me it feels like it's gone so fast but it's time to ring in the new year 2024 to ring in the new year means to welcome to accept the new year we only use this phrasal verb with the new year i don't know why So it's time to ring in the new year, 2024. But at this time of year, new year, I always like to take the opportunity to look back on the previous year and think about all the cool things I did and relive those a little bit. I had a fantastic year in 2023. It was full of ups and downs but I think the ups definitely outweighed the downs. When we say something outweighs another thing, we mean it's bigger and more important than that thing. So for me in 2023, the ups outweigh the downs. It means that there were more ups and bigger ups than downs. So more positives than negatives for me in 2023. So, I visited nine countries in 2023. Well, 10 if you include the UK, but um, I'm not including the UK because that's just home for me. Some of those were short holidays, but most of them were digital nomad destinations where I spent at least one month kind of living there and working there online and also traveling, of course. So back in January 2023, the first destination was Iceland. I just went for a couple of days with my brother and my grandpa to try to find the Northern Lights and achieve my grandpa's dream. And of course, I made a few podcast episodes about that. They were some of the earlier ones, but you can check them out. And after that, we headed to Taiwan to celebrate Chinese New Year and then Vietnam where we spent one month living in the capital Hanoi and from there we flew to Sri Lanka and had a lovely two or three week holiday. Oh and I, I just remembered guys it actually was 10 countries because in between Vietnam and Sri Lanka we stopped for two days in Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. Um, We didn't plan to do that, but because we missed a flight, we had to do it. And again, I've talked about all of this in previous podcast episodes, so go check them out. Um, After Sri Lanka, it was back to Europe. We spent two months in Florence, in Italy. And after that, we headed to Turkey, where we spent a month. After Turkey, I lived for two months in Bulgaria. Bulgaria in the capital Sofia and the final long-term destination was Lisbon the capital of Portugal and I only came back from Lisbon about two weeks ago. One other destination to mention while I was living in Lisbon I had a holiday with my family and we went to New York City in America as well. So. On the podcast guys you know I talk about all of these countries and destinations on the podcast but as you can see I'm quite far behind. So in recent episodes we've been talking about Florence in Italy and I was there in April and May 2023 but of course since then I have been in a lot of other countries that I haven't spoken about yet on the podcast I will be doing detailed podcast episodes about them in the future. But when I record these episodes, I'm quite far behind. So I'm going to be talking about all of the countries I've been to this year in today's episode. But I haven't talked about all of them on the podcast before. So don't get confused about that. Um, Anyway, today's episode is going to be a little bit of... awards ceremony. It's going to be like an awards ceremony. So I've created five categories, uh, five awards let's say, and for each one of those categories I'm gonna choose the number one destination that I've been to this year in that category. Okay let me give you the categories to make it a bit clearer. So the first category is best nature, best nature. Second category, best cities. Third category, best food. Fourth category, best for a holiday. And fifth category, most livable. Let me explain four and five a little bit more. So best for a holiday means the best place for a short holiday, like two weeks or three weeks. And most livable means the most suitable place for living long term, like two or three months or longer. Okay, so for each of these five categories, I'm going to choose the winner from the countries that I've been to this year. Got it? Okay, so. Let's do category number one then, best nature. Now, there are a lot of contenders for this award. A contender is a person or a team who has a chance of winning something. So for the award of best nature, there are a lot of contenders. Um, I'm always a big fan of the nature in Asia because it's really different and exotic for me. So. Great nature in Taiwan and Vietnam, and of course Sri Lanka as well. The nature in Europe I'm more familiar with, but Turkey has a really big variety of nature. A variety means a lot of different ones. So in Turkey, there are beaches, mountains, grasslands, a lot of different types of nature. And um, some of the nature in Turkey was, was really good, really up there. One of the surprise contenders actually is Bulgaria as well because I did a few trips into the mountains of Bulgaria and I found some of the wildest nature that you can find in Europe. Some really fantastic mountains and great hiking opportunities and while I was there I started to record my travel vlog English lessons so the first vlog lessons that I recorded were in the mountains of Bulgaria and if you're interested you can check them out on my YouTube channel at Nomad English Teacher UK. So a few different contenders but I have to be honest there is a clear winner in this category and it is Sri Lanka. So why do I choose Sri Lanka as the best nature destination that I've visited this year? Well, if you've been listening to the podcast, it's it's quite clear to you, I'm sure. In Sri Lanka, you can find jungles, animals everywhere. You can find absolute paradise beaches and great mountains and hills as well. So there's a big variety of nature. And it's just one of the places that I've been where Nature is just all around you all the time, even when you're in a town. I had one of the most memorable days of the year in Sri Lanka doing a safari where I saw loads of different animals, elephants, crocodiles, monkeys, birds, loads of them. So for me, Sri Lanka is the clear winner in the best nature category. And actually, this makes me think of my New Year's resolution for 2024. So a new year resolution is a goal or a target that we set for ourselves for the new year, okay? In English we say to make a new year's resolution. So I made a new year's resolution this year and it is to get out into nature as much as I can. I already get out into nature a lot but my new year's resolution this year is to do it even more. And I'm inspired to do that by the nature that I experienced in Sri Lanka. So congratulations to Sri Lanka. Woohoo! You are the winner of the first category, which is best nature. So on to the second category, best cities. Now I was thinking about this, how to do this. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to have two mini awards in this category. So I'm gonna choose the best city, the best individual city that I visited in 2023, but I'm also going to choose the country with the best cities in it as well, okay? And I'm gonna explain my reasoning for that in a moment, but first let's talk about the best city I visited in 2023. There are a lot of contenders again so Taipei in Taiwan one of my favorite cities in the world I've been there many times it's like a second home for me and I've spoken about that um, in previous podcast episodes when I focused on Taiwan I love it in Taipei it's just great I love the atmosphere the food the people it's fantastic and Hanoi as well so Hanoi was a crazy chaotic noisy place but I loved living there. I had a great month there. How about Istanbul as well? So Istanbul, one of the world's really famous, iconic cities. I'd always wanted to go there and um, I achieved that dream this year. We spent a weekend in Istanbul and it, it didn't disappoint. It was fantastic. And also Lisbon too. So one of the most popular cities to visit in Europe. Um, I spent three months living in Lisbon and had a great time there. But for the Best City Award, there is a clear winner and it is New York City. So, I went to New York City on holiday with my family in October. It was a place that my dad had always dreamed of visiting and we finally got round to doing it when you get round to doing something it means you've had the plan for a long time but you don't do it and when you get round to doing it it means finally you do that so my dad had wanted to visit New York City for a long time and we finally got round to doing that in October and I chose New York City as the best city I visited this year because it's just so iconic I think If you're a city lover, you can't beat New York City. It's the number one city in the world, right? The most famous city in the world. I visited all of the sites there. Brooklyn Bridge, Rockefeller Center, Broadway, Wall Street, Central Park. Um, I tried loads of American food that I wanted to eat. And I just loved the atmosphere of the city. It's very cool and everywhere feels like you're in a movie. Because so many movies and TV series come from New York, you just walk around the streets and you think, yeah, this feels like a movie. And actually I think it would be a cool experience to live there one day, although it's very, very expensive. And one of the things that shocked me was the the tipping. So in America, when you go to a restaurant or if somebody provides a service for you, you have to tip that person, which means you give them a little bit of extra money for providing you a service. Now we do this in the UK, but it's not as serious as it is in America. So in the UK, if somebody provides you a service and you really like their service, you can give them a tip, a little bit of extra money. But in America, it's more like you must give a tip and you give a tip for any service. In England, it's usually only in a restaurant, but in America, it's for a taxi driver. It's in a cafe, a coffee, sh- coffee shop, it's everywhere. And um, the tip is much higher in America as well. So I think in New York, it was minimum 20%. So the tipping culture was a surprise for me in New York But, you know, when in Rome, do as the Romans do, I think. That's an important phrase with travel. So, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. It means whatever place you're in, you should behave and act in the same way as the local people do. Even if you don't like what they do. So, if you're in New York, the local people in New York tip. So, you should tip as well. So when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Very important when you're traveling, I think. Anyway, I'm going on a little bit here. So the best city I visited this year was New York City. But how about the country with the best cities in it? Oh, it's, it's not easy, really. I, um, when I travel, I, I prefer nature. I do love to visit iconic and famous cities. Um, but I'm more of a nature person. So I'm gonna go for the country with the best cities that I've been to this year. I would like to say Taiwan um, because I love Taipei so much, but I've only really been to two other cities in in Taiwan, I think, and um, yeah, it's difficult to say that that's the best one. So I'm gonna go for Portugal. I'm gonna go for Portugal. So Lisbon is a fantastic city for a city break a city break is a very short holiday just two or three days in a city so Lisbon is a a great place for a city break but the second city in Portugal which is Porto is also a really good city break destination so in both Lisbon and Portugal you find fantastic food really nice relaxed culture Um, great coffee shops, good shopping and also the opportunity to do some day trips to visit beaches and other little villages as well. So Porto and Lisbon very very beautiful cities two of my favorite cities in Europe and therefore the award for the country that i visited in 2023 with the best cities goes to Portugal. Now, guys, we talked, I mentioned a little bit about how expensive life was in New York just then. And to be honest, I think life is getting more expensive um, for people all around the world. Um, And of course, that causes a little bit of stress, right? But it gets me thinking of another thing that I want to do in the new year. I want to turn over a new leaf in the new year. I want to turn over a new leaf and I want to stop worrying and stressing so much about money, okay? So to turn over a new leaf means to make a new start and to change your behavior or your attitude in a positive way, okay? So this year I've been worrying and stressing about about money quite a lot, but in 2024, I want to turn over a new leaf and to change that behavior into a positive way and stop worrying and stressing about money so much. Okay, a leaf is another word for a page in a book. So turn over a new leaf, turn over a new page in a book and to make a new start with more positive behavior and a positive attitude. Okay, so that's the end of the second category then. The winner of the best city that I visited this year was New York. And the winner of the country with the best cities was Portugal. Congratulations to those two. Right. Moving on to category three, best food, best food. Very, very, very difficult because I've been to some places with some of the best food in the world. I think Taiwan, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of Taiwanese food. Vietnam, Vietnamese food. Amazing. Italy, of course, famous and iconic all around the world. Turkey, Turkish food, oh my God, right up my street. Okay, when something is right up your street, it's exactly the thing that you like and you prefer. So Turkish food, meat, bread, grilled food. Oh, it's right up my street. and then New York as well, so American style hamburgers, waffles, pancakes, this kind of thing. It, it's so difficult to pick the winner here. Um, I'm going to have to break this down. I think I'm going to have to narrow the list down into two or three contenders. So when you narrow something down, it means you take a long list and you make it shorter. So there are so many choices here. I need to narrow the list down into two or three choices so I can make a decision. And um, those choices, I think it's gonna be between Turkey and Italy. I'm sure everybody knows that, you know, Italy is gonna be high on the list. Everybody knows how good Italian food is. But Turkish food blew me away. So it's, it's grilled food, kebab, uh, grilled chicken, grilled lamb, usually served with really good salad and really, really nice bread. But also Turkish breakfast. I'd never really tried it before I went to Turkey. And um, it's, it's probably my favorite breakfast in the world. You get loads of tiny little dishes And it's all fresh food, so you get fresh cheese, fresh olives, honey, jam, eggs, sausage, and it all comes with, again, Turkish bread, which is just so good. Ah, I want to choose Turkey. I want to choose Turkey. And you know what? I'm going to. I'm going to. I was going to say Italy was the number one, but it's just too obvious. Everybody knows Italian food is good. I did have great food in Italy but in Turkey I had really nice food every single day and it was also much more affordable than a lot of the other countries I visited so affordable means it's not too expensive you can afford to buy it. So Turkey is the winner for the destination that I visited in 2023 with the best food And that is because of the Turkish kebabs, but mainly it's because of the Turkish breakfast. So congratulations Turkey, there you go. And it actually gets me thinking of another phrase, guys, that we can use when we're talking about the new year. So earlier we talked about new year resolutions and a lot of people make their new year's resolution to quit something that they've been addicted to or that they're doing too much. So maybe some people who smoke cigarettes or some people who drink alcohol and want to stop might make their new year resolution to quit doing this in uh, in the new year. And we have a phrase actually, which uses the word Turkey when we talk about quitting. And that phrase is to go cold Turkey, to go cold Turkey. So, what does it mean to go cold turkey? It means to quit something right now, instantly. Some people, when they smoke and they want to quit, they gradually and slowly cut down on the cigarettes that they smoke. But to go cold turkey just means to totally quit right now, okay? So, go cold turkey, to quit something instantly, right now. Um, I don't have any resolutions to to quit anything, so I won't be going cold turkey on anything this year. But there you go. So that's three categories done then, and we move on to the the destination categories. Number four is the best destination for a holiday. Remember, what I mean by this one is the best place that I visited the place that I visited this year, which I think is most suitable for a short holiday of one week, two weeks, three weeks. And this really depends on the the kind of thing that you like to do when you go on holiday. So some people are beach bums. Okay. Beach bums are people who love to lie on the beach and enjoy a sunny destination. So some people are beach bums, Some people love the mountains and kind of adventurous holidays. Some people like city breaks. Remember a city break is a short holiday in a city. So it's really difficult to to choose one winner for the best holiday destination. Um, A couple of contenders, I would have to say Sri Lanka is up there because you've got a good variety of activities. You've got amazing beaches if you're a beach bum you've got nature, you've got nice hills and mountains but you haven't really got amazing cities to visit so that's probably the negative of Sri Lanka. Um, Vietnam, wow Vietnam's a good choice but I think you need a little bit longer to really explore Vietnam. It has cool cities Hanoi and Ho Chi Minh really good nature, really good beaches, but I think you need a little bit more time in, in Vietnam than just two weeks. So what are the other choices then? Well, there's Italy, I guess. Um, There's Portugal too. That's a good holiday place. And another strong contender for this category is Turkey. So Turkey's got a real variety of locations. It's got stunning beaches. We often describe beautiful beaches as stunning. So Turkey's got stunning beaches. It's got fantastic mountains, some huge mountains as well. It's got great food and it's got Istanbul, which is one of the world's iconic cities. So with Turkey, there's, there's something for everybody, really. Oh, I want to say Turkey again for this, you know. I want to go for Turkey for the best holiday winner, but I I can't look past, I can't overlook Sri Lanka in this one because the holiday that I had in Sri Lanka was one of the best I've ever had. So the winner for the, des- the best destination that I visited in 2003, <laughs> not 2003, that was ages ago, 2023, for a short holiday is Sri Lanka and the reason for that is that it has fantastic beaches fantastic nature and so many different activities to do so Sri Lanka wins the best nature category and the best holiday category as well So there's only one more category to go then, and before we get into that one, let's just take a quick break to think about new year again. And one phrase comes up in my head that we often hear in the UK around new year, and that is new year, new me, new year, new me. We can probably guess what it means. It means that somebody plans to change everything about themselves in the new year and have a new start okay but this phrase new year new me it's become very cliche it's become overused and of course when people say new year new me they don't really mean it because you can't change everything about yourself and why would you want to do that so you might see it on Facebook and Instagram people post new year new me but it has become a little bit cliche and um, yeah, not very cool to post that phrase anymore. But often at New Year people talk about a new start, right? And there's another nice phrase that we can use to express that and it is to start with a clean slate. To start with a clean slate. So what does it mean to start with a clean slate? Well, it just means to have a completely new start. So forget about the old times and start from new again. A slate is like a piece of flat black stone. And in the past, often in classrooms, it would be used, the teacher would write on a slate, right? Sometimes it's called a blackboard. So a blackboard could be made of slate. So imagine you start with a clean slate. It means everything you wrote on the slate before is cleaned away. And now you have a fresh, new, clean slate to write on or to make your life on, let's say. So to have a new start, we could say to start with a clean slate or start with a fresh slate. But honestly, guys, um, we can't change everything and we shouldn't change everything either. But New Year is a good time to to think about those small changes you might want to make in, in your life, of course. Anyway, on to the final category for today then. So, we're going for the most livable destination that I visited in 2023. By most livable, I mean the destination that I think is most suitable for living for a longer period of time. And um I had a lot of experience with this this year because You know, living, working as a digital nomad, you're not only traveling in a place, you're also trying to experience what it's like living there. And you're doing really normal and boring things as well, like going to the supermarket, uh, maybe going to the doctors, sending letters and sending parcels, okay? Um, Getting a haircut. All of these normal daily life tasks we have to do when we're living and traveling long-term. So this category is for that destination. Which one did I think was the most livable? And again, a couple of contenders for this one. So for me, Taiwan is up there, Taipei specifically, but I think that's because I've spent a lot of time in Taiwan before. So I'm very comfortable there and I know how to live there quite comfortably. So for me, Taiwan and Taipei is very, very livable, but it might not be for for everybody. Another possible contender here for me would be Sofia, the capital city of Bulgaria. While I was there, I I lived quite a normal life. So I was working Monday to Friday, and then at the weekend I would go out for food and some drinks and, and a walk around the city. Um, While that's not very exciting maybe it was quite nice to have a normal life for some time and um, you can definitely live quite a normal nice city life in Sofia although it can be quite quiet and I was there in the summer but I know that in the winter it gets very very cold and dark so for someone like me who's trying to escape the cold and the dark it might not be the, the best place to live long term but I think the winner in this category for me will be Lisbon in Portugal so my last destination of the year um, the destination I left only two weeks ago why is Lisbon the most livable then well there are a lot of reasons Um, firstly it's for social reasons so I've mentioned in previous podcast episodes that traveling long term as a digital nomad can be really lonely at times I spend most of the day working alone, Uh, I don't have any friends when I go to a new city and it can be very difficult to meet new people. Um, But Lisbon is a really social city, it's full of bars and restaurants and cafes and there are also a lot of other digital nomads there so it can be quite easy to, to meet new people. Now, I do recognize that for the locals, this can sometimes cause difficulties when a place becomes so popular with tourists because it increases the price of everything, including apartments and, and, you know, day-to-day things. So that's something that I think we have to be aware of as travelers and digital nomads, you know, what effect are we having on the local people? But I do have to say that Lisbon, because of the number of digital nomads and um, friendly local people who are there it is a really sociable place and that makes it a really nice place to, to spend a long time. The climate is also really good so it's not too cold in the winter it's nice and warm for the rest of the year and there are activities that you can do very nearby to the city as well so some nice beach towns nearby um, some nice countryside not too far away and in Lisbon itself there are loads of things to do so typical city activities restaurants cafes um, nightclubs bars there are just so many of them in Lisbon and um, it's all quite affordable compared to other places in Europe so remember affordable means not too expensive you can afford to do it There's also a really nice atmosphere around the city as well. People are, in general are are very friendly there. They're very outgoing and you can hear live music as you're walking around the city as well. This just makes it a nice place to be. So for those reasons, Lisbon and Lisbon in Portugal is the most livable destination that I have visited this year. And if I were to choose one of the destinations from this year, to go and live in for the rest of my life. That's a really scary thing to think about. It would probably be Lisbon, I think, for these reasons. So that uh, brings us to the end of my 2023 travel awards. We had five categories. We started with best nature. The winner was Sri Lanka. And then we had best cities, where I chose my favourite city and the country with the best cities. My favourite city was New York, and the country with the best cities was Portugal. And then we had best food, a very difficult one to choose, but I went with Turkey. And then best for a holiday, I went for Sri Lanka again. And finally, the most livable destination was Lisbon in Portugal. So I want to finish the episode today, guys, by wishing everybody who's listening and everybody who has been listening to the podcast a very, very happy and healthy new year for 2024. I wanted to teach you some other phrases that you can use to wish somebody a happy new year in English, but honestly, in real life, we only say happy new year, okay? And that's all we really say. So happy new year for 2024. The podcast is going to continue in the new year. I've got loads of other um, countries and stories to talk about. And of course, we'll be learning English along the way as well. However, as this podcast goes out, I will be on holiday. I, as I record this, I'm getting ready to travel to India And I'm super, super excited about this because India has been on my bucket list for many, many years. I've I've dreamed about visiting India for such a long time and I I really can't contain my excitement. To contain your excitement means to keep your excitement in and don't show it. So I can't contain my excitement because I'm so excited to go to India. So as you're listening to this, I will already be there traveling around India somewhere but I'm going to take a two-week holiday as well while I do it. I'm going to be leaving my laptop in my case and not looking at it at at all for two weeks. So the podcast will be back on the 22nd of January and we're going to pick up where we left off. We were talking about Florence uh, in the last episode and we're going to move on to the next destination which was Turkey. But in the meantime if you need more English learning content and travel related content go and check out my YouTube channel which is Nomad English Teacher UK and there are some travel vlog English lessons on there. I'm quite slow at uploading them at the moment but there's going to be a new one on there very very soon so go and check those ones out instead make sure you leave a like and a comment if you can. I'll always get back to you on those ones and I really do appreciate any support that you've given me so far with this. So with all of that said, I'd like to wish you a happy new year one more time. Have uh, a great celebration, um, however you're celebrating and uh, all the best for 2024. I'll see you again in two weeks. See you soon.